So hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Dating Tips for Single Women. I'm your host, Antje Boyd, coming from findtoonelite.com. And today, I have a very special guest here with me, Kelly Tenney. Good morning. Hi. I love your background. Be bold, be brave, be you. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So I love what you stand for. And let me tell the listener a little bit about you so we know who we're working with today. So Kelly has been a health educator for over 15 years. She works at CSU Long Beach as a health professor. She enjoys mentoring, motivating, and coaching women, which brought her to Hot Mom, a mom support business, helping moms from hot mess to hot mom. How about that? Welcome yes, to absolutely. <laughs> yay, yay. It's, it's so great because so many of my listeners I know, so many women I work with, are moms and we haven't really addressed that that outside of yeah looking for the right partner there's also this role being a mom and and how do i balance that right because so many times i hear from moms you know i haven't been on a date in like i don't know weeks because you know my kids started school again and this and that right and so when i met you i got really excited because i'm like yeah why don't we talk about that and so what Right. So what your kids school has started again. Right. What exactly. Dating, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like that healthy selfishness. So Kelly, tell us a little bit more like why you're so passionate about this. What's been your own journey as a mom and, and finding that balance? So I think um, something that I realized was the moment I had my first child, your whole world absolutely changes when you become a mom. And I think it's not only your daily routine that changes, but your whole mindset in terms of your values and beliefs and also what society's beliefs are in terms of what a mom should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of all gets dumped in your lap. And I think you don't truly realize what that means, um, until, until you have a child. And what I find most with moms is that they feel like they need to live a life of selflessness mm-hmm. so that everything is focused on their children. But, um, you know, women, moms are still women. And so even though they now have these 80 different hats on that they have to wear the, the, um, you know, the maid and the cook and the chauffeur and the nurturer and the nurse and, and, and all of that stuff, they tend to lose a little bit of sight in terms of who they were before they were a mom. And, um, I think it's, it's something that one women struggle with. And I think a lot of women find out that there's a little piece of them that tends to feel like they're missing because they forget that they were somebody before they were mom. And especially Mm -hmm. for the women that you work with who Mm -hmm. are moms who are wanting to get back into the dating scene, moms who are wanting to find a significant other or a confident or a companion Um, There's got to be a lot of barriers that they face having to not only being a mother, but being a single mom who's back out in the dating world again. Yes, so true. And so tell us more like when you said like, okay, what was like your moment where you shifted and you said, okay, this is like ridiculous, right? Like I got, I got to do something about this. Like I did, I got to kind of come home to myself too. My kids are calling me their home, but like, 
what's my home, right? Yes. So what yes. was that like snap, you know, moment or day or um, event that happened where you're just like, no, I just, this is unsustainable. You know, I think, um, and, and I'll be honest, and I think this is why I'm so passionate about reaching out and helping other women is it took me a really long time to realize that just because I became a mom, that was not the only thing that I should be identifying with. Mm. Um, it probably, I have two children, um, uh, uh, one who's about to turn seven and one who will be five at the end of the summer. And it wasn't until my second was born, um, where I finally was able to let go of that guilt of doing things that didn't necessarily have to do with them. Because I realized that I, I think I almost hit the bottom when I realized that if I can't be happy, I can't, I can't do anything for my partner. I can't do anything for mm -hmm. my children. Um, I was at a point in my past career where I was tired and I was coming home from work and I really just wasn't being the best mom yeah. that I could be. And I remember my husband walking in the door one day and I saying to him, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I've been a jerk to our children all afternoon. Like I just didn't have anything left to give them. Mm. And that's not the kind of mother that I wanted to be. Um, but I really had to let go of that guilt and say, you know what, it's okay to nurture myself mm. and do things for myself because without that, I can't, I can't be a good wife. I can't be a good partner. I can't be a good friend. And I certainly can't be a good mother. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And, and it, it really, you know, like some people, some women were really like, oh, right? Like what, how heavy that feels in your heart when you just realize I've been just a jerk to my own kids, to my own blood that I just want the best for. And I want yes. them to be nurtured, right? But it's really, where yeah. I think that's where you got that like, this has consequences. This is actually not meaning that I can give more time to my kids or, you know, that I can be more caring, but quite the opposite. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that moms, I think it's very common for moms to feel um, like they're not doing their best. I think it's very common for moms to question if they're being a good mom. I think it's very common for moms to be embarrassed to admit that sometimes they just weren't the ideal mother that they could have been. Yeah. Um, but it takes that extra step to realize that being selfless and being able to be a good mom is actually means being selfish every now and then and being able to nurture yourself as well. Yeah. And what would you say, what were some of the blind spots in addition to what you mentioned to what you see from when women come to, when moms come to you, and when, when they struggle, right? Yeah. They, what are they not seeing and they're then surprised by when you tell them the truth? I think there's a couple of things. I think one of the things that women deal with is the pressures that they feel that society um, puts on them. I think that everybody wants to look like they're a great mom. And I think deep down inside, there are probably few women that are actually perfect, amazing moms. Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter how um, put together somebody looks, I think that 
it's really, it's just not the case because I think part of being a mom is just being messy. I mean, it's just messy and it's, right. it's, um, <laughs> chaos and it's, you know, it's always playing catch up. And I think that's part of it. And I think that the biggest barrier that moms have is admitting one, yes, my life is chaotic and mm -hmm. two asking for help. Because I think that's not only a mom thing, that's also a woman thing mm -hmm. with, with feeling like, Oh, am I going to look weak if I ask for help? Um, especially probably all the single moms that you have out there, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're women and they want to be strong and, and they're raising their kids, probably a lot of them on their own, maybe without even the help of, um, anybody else. And women are just afraid to ask for help. I think they fear like, uh, I, I think they're afraid that it looks like they don't have it together. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's such a huge barrier because when I talk about, you know, five simple ways to just get, get into that hot life, being savvy and being sexy and, and having it, having your schedule down, part of that is you have to be able to build a network of people that, that can help you because, married, single, whatever it may be, being a mom is tough. And when they say it takes a village, I mean, I think there's a reason why they have that saying, because it truly does take an army of people to, to be able to raise your children. Yeah, definitely. And, um, it's, it's so interesting because Brene Brown was like mentioning in her, um, gift of imperfection is her audio. And she was uh, talking about this one scenario where a mom was like late to like, her whatever seven-year-old like rehearsal whatever it was and she was like frowned upon you know like mm -hmm. the other moms just looked at her and just like oh, I can't believe this you missed a rehearsal right and then yes. another mom walked up to her and, and gave her a hug and, and and said we've all been there you know yes. I, I didn't even remember the last you know whatever show that my son was in I totally forgot about it right so what do you tell those moms who are like, you know, because I see that too. Those like super moms, they usually just stay at home moms and they have nothing else to do. They have things, they have all this. And so you can compare that to like a single mom who's just like right. own. What would you tell them how to deal with that social pressure that's coming in from the outside? You know, I think um, the biggest thing that we have to remember as moms and that what I would tell other moms is you, you need to let go of what people think of you mm. um, and realize that as long as you know that you're doing the best that you can do, um, that that's really all that matters. And, and quite honestly, I think the eyes of who's really important are your children's eyes. And so are they going to remember the one time that you were late or you didn't come to their play? Or are they going to remember every evening when you had quality time or when you were laughing at the dinner table or when you helped them with their homework? You know, what are really the things yes. that they're going to remember? Um, because the bottom line is that's all that matters. I mean, yeah. really all that matters is what they're going to look back on as their own childhood memories. Mm -hmm. And and they're going to, like I said, they're not going to remember those instant moments. They're going to remember the overall attitude of the house. They're going to remember um, the love that they felt. They're going to remember the patience that their mother had. And I think for a lot of women, what women don't understand either is that when we take time for ourselves, when we date, when we allow ourselves to 
um, get a babysitter so we can go exercise. When we pamper ourselves, that's showing our own children that we love ourselves and that we take pride in who we are and mm -hmm. that it's important to take care of ourselves. And we might be afraid that our kids think that we're not there, but in reality, I think that's an important lesson um, that our kids will also see. That's really what you know, the role modeling is, it's not, oh, my mom was like a slave, you know, and right. her whole life and she was always cranky and she was always tired. It was, it's my mom was this radiant, happy, beautiful person who laughed and had great balance and seemed like she could do anything. And that's what we really want to keep in mind is mm. it's not about what the other moms think. And it's, it's hard. I mean, I think that's the hardest thing is we worry what are their moms going to say? What are they going to say if I go out on, in, on dates? What is my, my, what are my parents going to say? Are they going to say I'm being a bad mom because I'm getting a babysitter so I can go meet the right person? Um, but when you fast forward, you know, what is all of that going to bring into the family? And that's really what your, the children are going to see. Mm. Yeah, and it's so true. And I think it's important also for healthy attachments that the kids learn to a certain extent to source themselves, to soothe themselves, right? Mm -hmm. That mom is not always there and that it's not like a codependent that they know, yeah, if worse comes to worse, mom is there, obviously, right? Yes. But it's not every little thing and every little sound you make, right? She's like rushing to the rescue. Yes. yes. So much research has shown this anyways to be more damaging to kids than supportive, right? Absolutely. That's being built. And what, what are some of the, you know, tips that mom can like start implementing right after they're done listening to this interview, right? Like what are some of the mm -hmm. implementable tools you would say they could start to get their life more, you know, balanced? I, I think um, the first thing that they want to do is they want to be able to, and this is what I help women with, um, always starting off is developing um, systems. And so having systems and routines that are put in place, um, whether it's how they get their kids ready for school in the morning, how they get to work, um, the whole pick up homework, dinner time routine, without systems in place, it's really difficult to yeah. do anything else because you're not using your time wisely. Mm -hmm. um, you're running in circles. And most often, I think everybody feels like if I just had a few more hours in the day, but really by developing strong routines and systems, you truly can get more time in the day because you're using your time more effectively. And so for all moms, I think um, just having those routines, those systems, having the families know what those systems are, without those things in place, moms can't nurture themselves. They can't have downtime. Um, they're always living in chaos. They can't spend an extra 10 minutes to look good on their hair and makeup. I mean, all of that, that comes from just being able to free up some more time or rather waste less time mm -hmm. is crucial. And I think that's one of the hardest things that moms have is they just don't know how to get those systems in place or even what systems might work for them. I just had a mom this morning say, I'm having a really hard time. The routines I've developed aren't ones that I can stick to every day. And I said, well, then that's not a routine that's going to work for you. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, and good that we talk about that, right? Because yes, I have systems too, where I'm like, okay, I'm using a calendar system, but it's in the calendar, but I'm not doing it. So, okay. 
why you're not doing it, right? So there's something that's not working with my personality style. Exactly. Right. And that's where I just really appreciate you having that boutique style of advice for moms because, you know, it's, it's hard to just like say to all moms, okay, listen, this is step one, step two, step three. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You know, that's not how it works. And I, um, I was recently asked, um, you know, how do you coach? What are some things that you tell all of your clients? And I said, I can't give you that answer because it really truly is different for every single one mm-hmm. of my clients, because mm-hmm. you mentioned something that's crucial that a lot of people don't pick up on. And that's the idea of personality. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so if, you know, they, they read a blog and they go, Oh, this system, um, you know, I need to, Mm-hmm. Um, plan all my meals on Sundays and that's how I'm going to help my dinners be easier. Well, if you don't like to cook or if you're planning meals that take you an hour every night, then that system is just not going to work for you. Right. If you don't, if that's, you know, so everything truly, I think has to be customized. And I think mm-hmm. what women need to understand is that even for those of us that have a network, we often ask for advice and then we say, well, if she, she does it like this. Why can't I do it like this? It's because I'm a hot mess. It's because I'm a failure. It's be- but it's really, it's not. It's because it has to be personal and it has to be tailored to every individual woman. Yeah. And I think what, that's where, you know, finding someone to help you to understand that comes in handy because women read and they learn tips and they see things on TV and they say, I'm going to do that. And then they mm-hmm. don't understand why it works mm-hmm. and they feel like failures. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not what it is at all. Yeah, it's so true. It's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah, Kelly, I could like listen to more and more what you mentioned because you know, there's like the Enneagram, that's the disc and there's so many different varieties and styles on how to assess the personality. And, mm-hmm. and, and so to just give like a listen idea of the scope of the complexity, right? It's like that is easily underestimated. When, when you just take like an advice from a TV show or from even a friend, you know, that's what I used yes. to do in other areas where I just said like, well, it works for her. She has all those systems and she has this right. empire. And, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm a people person. Like I need somebody to do this for me because her brain thinks in structure. Mine Absolutely. Doesn't. You know, and so yeah. to understand that, you know, where do you need to fill in the blanks, right? So, right. You know, maybe as a mom, you need more tools that, you know, categorize things more for you because you don't think in categories or whatever, right? So yeah, and it opens up, you know, it's not just for being a mom. I mean, things like that open up your ability to spend more time on yourself, your ability to to date, your ability to have um, girl nights out. I mean, everything Mm -hmm. that in the ideal world of if I could do everything, it really starts with the creation of finding those routines that work because mm-hmm. otherwise we're just, you know, we're dogs chasing our tails all day long and, and really nothing gets done. Right. And nothing can get done. So. And our adrenals burn out, right? So you also lose your femininity, your, your nurturing way mm-hmm. that is unique to a mom, but the dad just doesn't have. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. So you also allow the man to be for the single moms you allow the man to stay in the masculine, right? So you still can balance back into your feminine with a man, which that won't be able if you burn yourself out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I just think that is, that's really the key because when I talk about, 
you know, tips to being a hot mom, everything revolves around that, you know, sustaining your en energy, nurturing other relationships, nurturing yourself. Um, you can't do any of that if you're burnt out at the end of the day. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're on the same page, Kelly. And so for those of, of, of the listener was like, Oh my God, I need help. You know, so like Kelly, what should I do? So how can they, how can they contact you and learn more about what's, what works for their unique yeah. personality style, right? Yeah. So, um, right now I have a really fantastic download that I think any, um, mom would benefit from. And that's talking about five tips to staying hot mm. and it's a PDF file and it's just like a little place to get started. And it's very, like I said, it's very general because every mom kind of has to make it their own and realize what that looks like for them. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have a, a fantastic Facebook group and it's hot mom, H A U T E mom. Um, and they can also find me at be a hot mom, um, at gmail.com. So that's be a hot again, H A U T E mom at gmail.com. And they can reach out to me. I can get them the downloadable, um, that way. Um, I'm doing free 20 minute sessions because I think every mom yeah. probably fit 20 minutes into their, uh, into their busy day, but free 20 minute sessions that we can do on the phone or through video chat, just to see if there's some little tweaks that we can help them make to, um, like I said, get those systems down, free up a little bit more time and be able to get through the day without just being burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Or they or they call you with their camera and they show you yeah. and you're like, I see already what's not working. Yes. Look at my dishes. Here's my laundry. What am I going to do? <laughs> okay. I see yes. some opportunities for some systems. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll have so much fun and so many women I will take advantage of that because I feel as a mom, like you just don't think like that. You know, you just don't think that, Oh, there might actually be able something, you know, I feel like so many moms feel like, this is what I have to deal with. This is just how it is. And I just have to suck it up. And now to be, no, is you actually can do something about this. I agree. And I do out. believe that for the specific women that you work for, um, who are out there trying to find that special person, mm -hmm. I think it's really important that they that they have uh, something in place where they do have the, these systems and they are able to nurture themselves before they go out and they find somebody else. Because I think what they can bring to the table in a relationship, if they are in a great place, is so much greater than trying to start a relationship or find somebody when you're tired or burnt out or your life is chaos, you know, and things like that. And I'm sure that's one of the things that you guys work on in your summit, but you know, for moms, it's just a little bit different because there are other people that, um, come into play with those strategies and things like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that we've seen when we've done our research is the reason why some of men don't want to date a single mom is because of the chaos. It's actually not about the kids that they have kids. It's like, it's like, I don't want to deal with all this mess. They're so stressed yeah. out and so overwhelmed. And, you know, I would have a mom, I would have a woman who's like, you know, juicy and has energy. Right. So, so yes. that also like, kind of like tells you, okay, it's a myth. You're thinking for the wrong reason that men don't want to date single moms. It's because of this chaos that they, they, they're scared because they're like, what, that's what I'm going to be dropped into. Yeah. And then yeah. I have so many moms say, 
you know, um, nobody wants to date me because I have children. And the reality is it has nothing to do with your children. Yeah. People exactly. don't want to date you because your life's a mess. Yeah. And you know, I don't think anybody puts a personal ad saying, I really would love to find a woman who can barely take care of herself and whose life is a mess. Yeah. And it's so, stressed out. This is late to appointments. And, you know. Yeah. You, you probably don't find a lot of men looking for, um, for that, but there's a, there's a big misconception and they think the misconception is because they have children and that's really not what it is at all. It, it's really the, um, how they have played their role out and, and what that looks like. And it's, it's not the child aspect. It's how control they are, um, of their lives that really, I think tends to make men pull away. And that's why I love your work too, because actually now women can turn this into an opportunity and can actually surprise the men be like, wow, she's such a hot yes. mom. You know, she's yes. a mom and she's like her hair straightened and she was a hot dress and she exercises and so then it's like, it's like a payoff, right? Because she has yes. a kid and it's not that expected. And it's like, a, it's like a surprise, right? Yes, yes. And I think, you know, and I think for all the women that are listening, if you think about like when you see a dad who has his children and he's well-dressed and he's put together and he's doing the drop-off for the pickup or they're in the park, like there's nothing sexier than a parent who's good looking, who has it together, who's calm, mm. who's happy and who's with their children. I mean, I really think that's one of the sexiest things on earth. Mm. And I guarantee that men feel the same way about women. Yeah. Um, a woman who's beautiful and put together and, and happy and, and calm and she's with her kids and they're all having a good time. I mean, that's like an amazing picture. Mm -hmm. I think that women can create with just a few tweaks um, because that's what a man, and like you said, that I think it really would, t it takes men back because I think the stereotypical idea of a mom is the messy hair bun and no makeup and yes. yoga pants. Exactly. Or like the, the tennis, outfit, yeah. you know, like, the, the, like in Southern California, everybody wears like those short tennis skirts. Yes. And I had like one friend, it was so hilarious. She, she's like, she works at home. Right. And then when she was picking up her kids, she would always put on like her tennis skirt and i was like thinking are you just doing this because you know you're, you're putting up a certain image and you know it's supposed to look like it's coming from the tennis court too yeah and it's like i was just like so confused i'm like Did, wh why are you doing this like you're not going playing tennis with your kids afterwards yeah but it really shows that um you know that like it, it, what you said this like common image that's like yes people are used to right like and if yeah. you don't look like that it's almost like you look like put together that you work back. Yeah. Right. You took care of yourself. So yeah, absolutely. So, so excited. So, so go to be a hot mail, a uh, hot mom at gmail.com or go yes. to Kelly's Facebook room, uh, be a hot mom. It's hot mom. H-A-U-T-E mom. Yes. Yeah. Come join us on Facebook and we can start chatting yeah. and there's always good tips and mom's sharing things and a lot of humor because that's part of what's going to get you through the I'm, day so i'm sure great. it's like one of those i'm sure you have like let's tell all of our favorite mess up stories yeah who forgot to put on underwear today did anyone else forget to put on underwear today <laughs> yeah with the shirt backwards right <laughs> yeah i just had a customer call me yesterday or a client call me yesterday and she said i have to tell you real quick i know our next session is until next week but I went to drop off the kids and I forgot to put on underwear. <laughs> I said, well, where are you wearing pants? And she said, yeah, I go, well, you're good then. You're good. Like, it's not a fail. You're totally fine. <laughs>
but it's not as bad as wearing two different pairs of shoes or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I heard that too. So. Which I have done. I have done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. And it's, yeah. that's what I see too. It's not just about the systems, but also, you know, supporting the moms and finding the humor and finding the lightness and finding the laughter and, in, in, in what, what they're in, you know, and that it's yes. just like, welcome to being a mom, you know, welcome to life. 